Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey guys, welcome to Trash Talk with TK. I'm TK Tom Kelly on this Friday, uh, February 9th, I think it is, yeah, February 9th. Uh, The day after the NBA trade deadline. And just want to talk a little bit about what the Sixers did yesterday and what it kind of means from here is the Sixers, in the end, they make some minor moves. They pick up Buddy Heald from the Indiana Pacers. They pick up Campaign uh, from the Milwaukee Bucks. In the end, they send out, I mean, a bunch of role players. Marcus Morris, Furkan Korkmaz finally has his uh, trade demand, trade request, whatever you want to call it, granted. Uh, Sixers trade Pat Beverly, Jaden Springer. They trade some second-round picks. They get back some second-round picks. And overall, I thought this was a good day for the Sixers. I thought Daryl Morey did, honestly, exactly what he should have done, considering the Sixers' situation, considering the fact that Joel Embiid is out. And, hey, you don't know when Joel Embiid's going to be back. I mean, optimistically, we look at it, and the Sixers look at it, and they, they hope, yeah, you know, you get him back around St. Patty's Day, and he's good to go. And he plays for three weeks. And hopefully you kind of tread water until then. You're able to be in the playoffs and get Joel Embiid back at full strength. But the reality of this situation is we don't know that. And they don't know that. And because of that factor, the Sixers couldn't go all in yesterday. And, you know, honestly, I was kind of surprised by a lot of the reaction that I saw. Now, it's hard to know exactly how the majority of the fan base feels. Um, And it's always risky when you just base reaction off social media, stuff like that. But, I mean, people on Twitter yesterday seemed very unhappy with what the Sixers did. And I just don't really understand what people wanted here. Because you end up picking up a three-point shooter in Buddy Heald. He's going to improve the team for the rest of the year. You know, the Sixers got better yesterday when you're looking at the rest of the season. Now, did they, I, I guess, could they have, have gotten even better than they did get? Sure. I mean, you could have gone out, and you could have overpaid for role players, and you could have done something like that. That If Joel Embiid's healthy, would probably give you a better chance to go deeper into the playoffs. But y- you couldn't operate like that yesterday. And that's why when I look at what Darren Moore did, I just don't understand how you could be upset with him not doing more because with where the Sixers are, and I think it kind of was, was the situation prior to the Embiid injury, but it's certainly a situation after the Embiid injury. You're really playing for next year more than anything. And we kind of knew that at the beginning of the year, like when they traded James Harden and we knew when they got what they got back for James Harden, that wasn't the end goal. I mean, Daryl Morey had said up until they made the deal I either want to trade James Harden for a star player or I want to acquire assets to go get a star player. 
the reality of the situation is the star player wasn't out there right now. Like, and some deadlines, that's just going to be the case. Last year, Kevin Durant ended up getting traded at the trade deadline. Um, some years you'll have times where a star player is out there and a guy worth trading a bunch of assets is is there to be had. This year, it wasn't there. I mean, we were looking at DeMar DeRozan, even you're looking at maybe the best option out there, Laurie Markkinen, he probably wasn't getting traded. That's another factor as well. All the guys, whether it's DeJounte, Murray, DeMar DeRozan, Markkinen, all these guys who have been rumored to be in trade talks, none of them got moved yesterday. So there's just not a whole lot that the Sixers could have done. And the most important thing is maintaining their flexibility for this summer. Because there are going to be more options then. You have cap space finally. Tobias Harris' contract, which has weighed this organization down for a long time, finally comes off the books. You have all that cap space. You have up to five first-round picks that you can trade this summer. You know, I, Paul George's name has been mentioned. If he can't come- This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm doing agreement with the Clippers. You look to Brooklyn right now. It's pretty clear that Michael Bridges is not happy with what's going on in Brooklyn. Eventually, that organization that is, I mean, it's a bad team. They have no picks. I mean, they they pretty much mortgage their entire future when they put together the, the Harden, Kyrie, Kevin Durant triumvirate there. I mean, they really don't have any assets. At some point, the Nets are going to need to acknowledge the reality. They got to rebuild. Maybe Michael Bridges becomes available. Maybe there's somebody else that we're not even talking about, and it's the NBA. Most likely, somebody's going to get pissed off at some point here, and they're going to be available this summer. So that was the main thing is you wanted to get better, but you didn't want to sacrifice any of the of the real opportunities that you'd have to go get another star player to put with Joe Embiid and put with Tyrese Max in the future. So what Daryl Morey did was really the only way that you could have gone about it here. You got better. I mean, you got Buddy Heald, who is a really good three-point shooter. The biggest issue for this team right now is they can't, I mean, they can't hit a three. And and it's crazy because you'd think you take a guy like Joel Embiid out of the lineup, and Joel, we know how he scores the majority of his points. It's the mid-range jumper. It's getting to the free throw line. You're already shooting less threes and less threes at a high clip than a lot of other teams in the NBA. But with the way this team is constructed, and the the pieces they have, and the injuries they have right now as well, um, when Joel Embiid goes out of the lineup, you actually shoot less threes, and you make less threes, because 
Joel commands so much attention, that opens things for guys on the outside. Without him, without his gravity, you have nobody who can just create for themselves and make threes aside from Tyrese Maxey. And right now, that was the biggest thing. You needed to improve your shooting. You got a really good three-point shooter in Buddy Heald. You got a player in campaign who, I mean, whatever you think of him, he's a better three-point shooter than Pat Beverly. So you got better from the outside, and I just don't know what people wanted, especially considering the uncertainty around Joel. You know, if Joel Embiid's healthy, and you're still the three-seed in the Eastern Conference, and you look at it and you say, okay, well, Milwaukee's a mess. I mean, they fired their coach. They're one in five six since Doc took over. You know, Boston's great, but who knows? Maybe something happens in the playoffs. Then I would understand more the frustration. I just don't understand how you can be frustrated. I don't understand how people can be pissed off about the way Daryl Morey acted yesterday because it's, it's, it's really the only course of action. He could have honestly done less, if anything. He could have gone out and he could have sold and acquired more assets and, you know, or, or done nothing. At least they did something, and that was the way you needed to approach this. You need to hedge your bets. You go out, you get a little better for the rest of this year, but you preserve all your assets to get a lot better next year. And I know as Sixers fans, it's frustrating, man. I get it. But sometimes you just got to look at it pragmatically. And that's how Daryl Morris needs to look at this thing. Is This wasn't a go-all-in trade deadline, not with where your team was, and not with the players that were available. So I thought in the end, Daryl Morey did a really good job. Uh, he went out and got pieces that are going to help. And, you know, at the same time, kept all the flexibility that this team has for next year. Now, as far as the players that the Sixers gave up, and, man, I, I love the Sixer fan base, but sometimes, I mean, there are Sixers fans who are just delusional. Like, the, the, the just outpouring of, I, I guess, disappointment over Pat Bev being traded yesterday was shocking to me. Like, are we watching the same guy? Pat Beverly's a fine player. He's a nice role player. I, I, I mean... He's not a difference-making player. I mean, he's not a guy that is going to really matter in the playoffs. I mean, Pat Bev's teams never win in the playoffs. Um, and he's, he's, he's a backup guard who can't shoot and is tough and will give you all that leadership stuff. But what does that really matter? Like, you had that with P.J. Tucker last year. didn't really matter. I mean, in the end, your players, your team, is going to take the, you know, personality of the best players on the team. So I didn't really get it from that perspective. And then, you know, people, so people were upset about them trading Pat Bev. I just, whatever. It, it's it's really a non-entity. And then people were upset they traded Jaden Springer. Jaden Springer's a project. He was in the system for a couple years, never developed as an offensive player. Could he end up being a good player? Sure. He's a good defensive player. He's an athletic kid. Can't shoot. So, like, if this is why I don't understand the viewpoint here on what the Sixers did. Because on one hand, you want them to get better, and they didn't do enough to get better. But on the other hand, you know, they're trading a guy like Jaden Springer to recoup some assets, which, and yeah, they're ducking the tax fine. I, I get people are upset about that, but it's like Jaden Springer's not a guy who's helping the team. He's not a guy who would have played in the playoffs. He's not a guy who gives you anything offensively. You have enough guys who aren't giving you anything offensively. 
Okay, you have Tobias Harris going around. We know Tobias in the playoffs is is not going to give you offense. We have a bunch of other players on this team, and you know, aren't going to give you offense in the playoffs. So I didn't understand the level to which people were upset about Jaden Springer either. And in the end, I thought Daryl Morey had a good day. So um, really, just wanted to pop on real quick, get those thoughts out. Good trade deadline day for the Sixers. I'll be on WIP tomorrow from 3 to 6. So we'll talk about this a lot more then. Talk about Super Bowl 58, Eagles offseason, a bunch of comments being made in Vegas by Lane Johnson, by Britton Covey. We'll get into those as well. So a lot of stuff coming up tomorrow. But wanted to pop on real quick. Sixers trade deadline. I think it was a good move. Um, and looking forward to talking to you uh, about it tomorrow on 94 WIP. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 